is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to Be You Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hi, it's Jill Herman. Welcome to Be You Podcast and welcome back. If you're part of our Be You Podcast community, if you're a first time listener, I want to tell you that there is no coincidence that you are here. There is something here for you and I can't wait for you to dig and discover what that is. So thank you for visiting us. I hope you get a lot out of this. And if you would be willing to leave us a rating and review after you listen, we want an honest rating and review and it would mean so much to us at BU. So if you heard my last episode, I did a sound bath for you. And if you didn't listen, I want to share something with you. So I got really, really, really uncomfortable releasing that. And the reason is because my one of my protective parts, which is my inner critic, my perfectionist, was like throwing a temper tantrum. And the reason is because everything in my head was challenging what my intuition was saying. And that's what happens, right? We'll have an intuitive hit or download or message, whatever you want to call it. And then very quickly after that, our ego will step in. And our ego in the form of thoughts from our brain will say the opposite. Oh, you shouldn't do that. That would be a bad idea. Alarm bells are going off. And and you know that that's just your ego trying to keep you safe, right? So my protective part was coming up just to, to protect me, right? To keep me safe. And what feels safe is for us not to grow. What feels safe is for us to never go out of our comfort zone and to just keep doing what we've been doing. So (laughs) I shared on the last episode why I did the sound bath, right? It just intuitively, I just felt, okay, I'm supposed to do this. And I did it. And to be transparent, I wanted to squeak out an episode before I left for my two-week trip to Europe. I have other interviews that are already archived and ready to go, but I knew a solo episode was supposed to happen after the two episodes with the amazing Georgie Muir. Weren't those so good? Oh my gosh, I've gotten so many messages. So deep, such, such important information. And although it was easy to digest and entertaining and easy to listen to, it's a lot, right? It's a lot to dig deep into the nervous system, et cetera. And talking about trauma and patterns and procrastination, blah, blah, blah. So I knew intuitively that the next episode, which was last week, needed to be light. It needed to be short. And it needed to be a solo episode. So as you know, I sat down and played my bowls. And 
right after I did it, I didn't think anything of it. But as soon as I realized what I had done, I had a big like, oh shit moment. And then another one and then another one. I even thought about deleting the episode. I even thought about reaching out to the team and saying, I can't do it. Never mind. I can't stand in front of them that naked. I've shown them like parts of me, but I'm not going to be totally naked in front of them. We don't know each other well enough yet. And I don't look very good. Like I almost did that. And then I thought about you. And I thought about this show and I thought about the purpose of this and the purpose of life in general. And that is, right, to embrace what is not what we think should be and to just be and just like be willing to be messy, be willing to be not just imperfect, but bad at something. And so I decided to go ahead and release it. And I was shaking in my boots. And it was really good medicine for me. So I just want you to know that background. If you haven't heard the episode yet, I hope you go back and listen. It's like maybe 15, 20 minutes or something like that. And I played my alchemy bowls. Someone asked me the difference between regular crystal bowls and alchemy bowls. Like you'll see people playing bowls that are frosted and you can just like use that, I call it the wand, over and over and over and over and over around and they'll sing a lot of times, right? Mine are alchemy bowls. They're pretty potent. I mean, they're really powerful, very potent. And they were chosen with a ton of intention with someone who's an expert. And so even though the sound bath was short and sweet, and even though I just just kind of like did whatever was coming to me, I know that it provided something pretty beautiful and healing and alchemizing, <laughs> hence the name. So I'm sharing that with you because I didn't know at the time what I know now. So I want to just remind you that, you know, it's not just okay. It's really, really, really good for us to not just do things messy. That's a word that I think is overused or don't let perfect ruin good. That's a great saying, but we might say, well, I'm not trying to be perfect. What about doing things badly? What about doing something that we're pretty sure we're not good at it? We don't really know what we're doing and especially doing it in front of people and being okay with whatever people think or say. It's really, really a great way to expand and to be more grounded into who you really are. So I hope you you got something out of that and you enjoyed it. Now for today, this is how I'm feeling. I just went on that two-week trip to Europe. I mentioned it a little bit in last week's episode and I'm not ready to like talk about the experience. I'm excited to and I will probably next week. I'm still integrating, like I'm still like coming back online. I'm still adjusting to not just being back in my homeland and being back in my home with my regular life, but some pretty profound things happened while I was there. And I knew intuitively, like deep in my knowing that something profound was going to happen there. I didn't know what it would be. I didn't know what it would look like, how it would happen, but I knew something big was happening. I also had a very clear knowing that before I left, some left, something challenging was going to happen. I didn't know what it was going to be. And that did happen. Something very, very challenging, like brought me to my knees, gut-wrenching, crying, really challenging happened before I left. And for those of you, I have a few listeners. There were three people who were just extremely helpful to me during that period of time for about a week and held me, held space for me really supported me. And I just want to say thank you. You know who you are. Thank you so much. It's so important that you find people in your life who will be there when the shit hits the fan and they'll, but they'll really be there. 
And it's also important to have a trusted advisor, at least one person who can hold space for you when things get really bad. That's why I have so many coaches on this podcast because I believe so much in trained and certified, right? People who know what they're doing, life coaches. It's just so different from having a therapist. Therapists are wonderful. You also can't just like text or call your therapist whenever you want to. Um, So I want to say thank you to those of you who are there for me. So I'm not ready to dive into that, but I'm actually excited for when I do. And I think it will be next week. But some pretty beautiful, profound things happened. And as I'm back here and reflecting on all of that, and as I said, sort of like, you know, coming back online with my, you know, regular normal life here, I was thinking about you. And I thought one thing that was beautiful when I was in Europe that I experienced was something that I experienced watching my sweet little chickens the other day. I have all these new baby chickens. There are 13 of them. And I was just sitting there doing nothing and I couldn't have been happier. I wasn't distracted. I wasn't on my phone. I wasn't thinking about other things. I was just enjoying a moment of of nothing. And I forgot how good that feels. I do do that, but it was different because I did a lot of that when I was on my trip in Europe. I did a solo trip and had a lot of time solo, alone. I ate all my meals alone. I slept alone. I walked around Barcelona alone. I explored alone, a lot of alone time. And I made sure I wasn't distracting on my phone. I made sure that I was really being present And so let's just chat for for a few minutes about that. There are no coincidences. And I saw something on Instagram that caught my eye and decided to make a little post about it. And there was a reel where someone said that it's called il dolce far niente. In Italian, it means the sweetness of doing nothing. And I'm going to read to you actually what I wrote. You know that the way I podcast many times goes backwards where I will write because that's the the medium I feel most comfortable with. I will write and then many times I'll come and speak to you and most podcasters do, do the opposite. But here's what I said. When we're living in a hypervigilant state, fight or flight, this meaning the sweetness of doing nothing, this sounds like and feels like torture. When we can feel safe and at peace in our body, we can't imagine living any other way. It took me 50 years to get here and I will never regret the unlearning, shedding, de-armoring, releasing, rewiring, and commitment it required. Have you remembered this art that was your only way of being as a child? It's in these moments that we touch God, taste life, Breathe truth, remember heaven, return to love. So how often are you making space for the sweetness of doing nothing? How comfortable or uncomfortable do you feel doing nothing? For a lot of us, we will feel rigid, irritated, agitated, itchy, fidgety. We will want to switch slides change the channel, change the subject, distract, numb, avoid, laugh it off, 
daydream, past or future trip. And that's okay. As with anything, right? The, the key is to just be aware of it. So being aware of that, close your eyes. Obviously, if you're not driving, <laughs> if you're driving, keep your eyes open. Pause and just, just go into yourself, tune into yourself and ask, how often do I enjoy the sweetness of doing nothing? And what could it be like if I experienced that often, every single day, at least once, the sweetness of just doing nothing? Watching the trees blow in the wind, staring at a flower, watching the water drip out of a faucet, feeling the breeze on your skin, the sun on your face. These moments really are one of the most beautiful gifts of this life on earth. I had an experience recently, which I'm going to share some of it with you, where for the very first time I experienced a plant medicine journey. And it's so interesting because I spent hours and hours, I don't know, nine hours or something, thinking I was going to have these huge moments, like seeing my angels and getting all this wisdom. And I realized that what was happening in that journey that was so nuanced and so gentle and so sweet was the same power that we can get from the sweetness of doing nothing, being with our breath, being wherever we are, accepting and loving where we are and whatever is and not what we think it should be or should have been or could be. I'm still processing what I experienced on that journey. And one of the messages after hours and hours of doing what was so uncomfortable for me, I kind of laughed and said, really? I did that to find out that I'm supposed to just be myself? Really? (laughs) Yeah. That's what's so funny about life. It really is that simple. To enjoy the sweetness of doing nothing. To be with our breath. To accept and love what is. To have no regrets. To live in the present moment. To return to love. To be you. So I wish for you this coming week many moments of the sweetness of doing nothing. No matter what comes up when you attempt to or commit to making space for this, it's a message for you not to, to, to shame or judge. Just see it for whatever it is, whatever feeling that comes up even in your physical body during that time. Also, just be with that. It's okay. Just be with it. And the more you're willing to give yourself that gift, 
of not just experiencing doing nothing, but enjoying the sweetness of doing nothing, the more you'll truly, truly be living. I want to tell you that I am so, so, so glad I started this podcast. I'm genuinely, genuinely proud of this content. I am genuinely excited to keep doing this with you. I'm genuinely grateful that you give your time week after week to whatever is coming through me to you. I do not take that lightly. I also don't expect it and I have no attachment to it whatsoever. Yet I want to acknowledge it. I know that I am meant to keep doing this. One of the messages that I received on my solo trip was not just to keep being me, but to remember that in my just beingness, just, just, just being tuned in to what God wants from me, having no idea what's next in my life, that that's enough, that that's all I need to do. And right now being in front of you with this microphone is part of that. I had a few people message me after the two episodes with Georgie Muir and it was just a reminder of how helpful this information is and how profound it is to have these real conversations about what's really happening with us why we're holding back, why we're staying stuck, why we're choosing to be stuck, why we judge being stuck, why we're afraid to move forward, why we procrastinate, why we, you know, break out in hives when we see certain people or whatever, like not overanalyzing and having to understand all of it, but just having an understanding that it's all okay. It's just our body protecting us and we get to choose different every moment of the day and we get to co-create this life and we're not a victim to our circumstances or to our past, to our childhood, to anything. So I hope you find this content inspirational, motivational, educational, challenging, triggering, and extremely supportive on your journey back to being yourself. So next week, we'll have another solo episode and I'm going to talk to you about my solo trip, my time in Barcelona, my time in London, everything that came up. And I'm also going to share with you what wisdom I meant to share that came to me through that really, really uncomfortable and beautiful experience of walking with plant medicine. So I will talk to you next week. I love you so much. Thank you again for being back here with me. And as always, breathe, love yourself, and surrender. Surrender.